With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever wondered why Mean Girls actually wear pink? Do you have a Zoom date coming up and want to know how to dress double O sexy like the Bond girls on screen? Or are you wanting to nail that stylish superhero off-duty look? Have no fear. Cinema's Anna Wintour is here. Hi, I'm your host, Andrea Agba, and you're listening to The Real Fashion Podcast, where we unearth the most iconic fashion moments in film and television history. This week's episode, we blur the lines between fiction and real life as we discuss Netflix's The Crown season four. We will be talking exclusively about the Princess of Wales, Lady Diana Spencer. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, how can I just jump to season four without revealing the fashion of other women royals like the Queen herself or her sister Margaret and daughter Princess Anne? Well, to be frank, there hasn't ever been such a fashion icon to come into and then out of the royal family in modern British history than Diana. To help us explore the forever young wardrobe of Princess Diana is Simia Nora, an artist and filmmaker from Chelsea College of Art, part of the University of Arts London. Hi! <laughs> oh my gosh, how are you? I'm okay, I've just been working with my art and trying to figure out how to suddenly get out of lockdown while we've been in it for like a year but yeah I actually rewatched the crown just to like just to get into this with you today because mm-hmm. I picked out a few of my favorite favorite moments um fashion wise for this I'm loving it I'm loving it what were your immediate like feelings upon watching the crown like season four especially I think I'd watch all of them keeping up to date there hasn't really been that much of a fashion moment I think for the crown I mean their accuracy is amazing with like what they actually wear I think especially when we get um like Frankie um Jackie Kennedy comes in and it's like that dress was just like amazing Mm -hmm. I think uh Princess Margaret has a few fashion moments herself where you're like I wish they were still making this clothes because I would wear it like some of her choices outfit but I think we were all waiting for Diana to show us like to show us fashion in a sense to show us like the outfit she wore and I have to say they didn't really disappoint there are a few things with like her hair I hate the way they did her hair in the crown like I'm just not a fan of it like I'm not a fan of her hair but I love the choice the outfit choices the the youth that she brings as well to such an older cast I think she's quite like beautiful in the way she dresses the way she is the colors she wear I mean that yellow jumpsuit that we see her in um is amazing um it's so like amazing I remember reading about why they chose that yellow jumpsuit because I think she had a yellow era where she would wear yellow throughout I think this was pre-Charles um where she would just wear yellow on top of yellow, which is so nice. I love that. I love the like floral print. I love the like um, Peter Pan color that she always wear. Um, 
it's just like amazing i think it's really interesting to look at how the crown the crown's costume designer amy roberts uses clothes to tell diana's story or at least like her i don't know like her coming of age story so like into the royal family it's really interesting and obviously you know that like the majority of what we see on screen um you know derives from like what happened in real life but i just think in the yeah. fictional sense it's, it's really interesting um yeah yeah i think she was like one of the most photographed people in the world anyway i think the the inaccuracy would be noticeable i think like you can get away with like what the queen wears because i think that's fine but i think with diana she was such an icon to I mean, we weren't even alive when she was, like, she passed away. Um, But she was such an icon to us even afterwards. I think, like, even now, sometimes I look at something and I'm like, that's that's something Lady Diana wore. Like, oh, my God, you know that Harry Style wore that... um, wore that vest the other day with the... um, Not the other day, like, ages ago, but he wore it and it has, like, sheeps on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I've seen this before. And it was like, oh, Lady Di wore that, like, with the sheeps and it was red. And I remember, like frankly like searching for one i remember just being like i want one as well well mainly because harry styles i love harry styles but i was just like i want one like so bad (laughs) but yeah i think the crown as well affects the choices that um i mean fashion in general what we're gonna see come out this this summer i think um with like polka dots coming back which i think polka dots never really dies but the peter pan color is i think quite um from The Crown and I think from other shows on Netflix, a real statement that I think is going to come back this season, hopefully, because I really want one. I really want a Peter Pan, like Peter Pan crown um, colour thing. I just really want one and it's so hard to find when they're not here. Yeah, I do love her clothes she wears. Which is your favourite, like, throughout The Crown? I don't know if this is a cop-out, but it'd be the last thing we see her in, that black dress. Because of what it stands for, and also we're going to go into a bit later, but because of the historical, like, context and how, like, it was very much a who wore it better, like, moment Mm. with that dress. I think the contrast between, um, can I say her name, Camilla Parker Bowles, like, three dresses, the way Camilla Parker Bowles dresses and then the way Princess Diana dresses is, like, so different and then kind of, like, shows you a lot as well like I think it tells you a lot um about like I think there's no given that we're gonna like like Princess Diana right like there's there's not much of a debate in that but I think it makes you like her more because of the clothes she wears you're just like this woman obviously had style and had class and was like amazing in the crown when Mm -hmm. she first meets Charles she yeah. is dressed as she's basically dressed as a tree, right? It uh, for like a Midsummer Night's Dream play. She's in a yeah. dance costume and spandex and whatever to show her youth and, and all of that, right? So she mm. looks quite innocent. It's quite symbolic as well. Her yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like foreshadowment in that. I, I can't help my English uh, education coming through in this, where it's like <laughs> the foreshadowment of her being a tree that will eventually be chopped down is amazing in that right i think her being a tree and being like this kind of, like you've read this midsummer night's dream right where like the trees don't really have any importance at all yeah. 
um, in Midsummer Night's Dream. I mean, they are important, but they're not really the fourth character. Yeah. And I think for her to be a tree and then suddenly be in the background. I mean, he was there to see her, his, her sister, right? Like, yeah. she wasn't supposed to be the girl that he sees, but it's like the foreshadowment of her being like this tree who will become everything and then suddenly be chopped down is like the most yeah i remember watching that and thinking like she was cunning in the way that her sister told her not to come down and she came down and then just her in these like tights just like running around and like being all shy and like coy and stuff i think that was like such a good scene to um put in there i think it's also a good scene that where we see that she is actually coming from wealth. I think that was like important that they show that, like she wasn't just this girl out of nowhere, like she was coming from wealth, which yeah. I think like, when people talk about Kate Middleton, for example, that there there's this reluctance to say that she comes from wealth, that yeah. somehow she does understand the, the difficulties or the deal that comes with the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is important that they showed in the crown. But yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree, especially if we have comparisons between, like, if we compare um, how the how the press defined Kate as a commoner and how the press mm-hmm. also defined Dan as a commoner, both just don't make sense in terms yeah. of definition. But Diana yeah. doesn't make sense because her dad is literally an L. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one, no, my, my dad's not an L. Like, I don't know if your dad is, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember L. being at school when Kate Middleton was getting married, right? And I remember a teacher being like, oh, she's a commoner. And I remember thinking, she's not, though. She's not this girl from Tottenham who he saw out <laughs> and was suddenly like, let's get married, mm. right? Like, there's a whole difficulty with that, the whole, like, commoner i think it's the fairy tale element though right yeah. of like here's a common girl here's cinderella and then a prince is gonna come and like change her life i think that is like naive in a sense and i'm glad the crown didn't do that the glad like the crown did kind of way make her into like the whole like cleaning her sister's apartment and stuff um i think it's hilarious because it's just like yeah, I think it's hilarious, but it's like so Diana at the same time, right? Like she was always like the people's princess and it's like she cleaned apartments. So yeah, so it's fine. So it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just something that she did, um, which I think is quite nice. But back to the fashion, sorry, I'm just waffling. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's nice. It's all good. It's all good. I really liked what you said about like the symbolism of her being a tree though. I never thought about that. And also what you said about how the trees in with someone like stream, they're not really like a main character, right? So they don't really yeah. have that much importance in terms of like, yeah, they're not really that integral to the entire like plot of, of, of the mm-hmm. story. And the fact that Prince Charles, in all honesty, well, from what we see in the crown seems to marry her because he is aware that, he just needs to marry her to sort of get his family off his back and also because she's not because she's viewed in their eyes as as a commoner she's not Mm -hmm. that important to the to the narrative of the royal family and how that then changes when the public fall in love with her like years later i think we see that in the crown though right like i think that when she goes to balmoral where there is that um test which is hilarious it's a hilarious episode i think when you get like Margaret Fratcher and failing miserably and then having 
Diana kind of just uses her wit. I think he that was intimidating to him that someone was could captivate the whole family, like even Anne, who Anne just isn't impressed with anyone. Yeah. Um, but even Anne like was impressed by her. I think they all thought that she was this naive girl that they could control. Yeah. I think you get to see a little glimpse when like, you know, when they're up shooting and it's her and Prince Philip and Prince Philip is like, it's the left, the wind is coming from the left and she's like, no, it's coming from the right. Like I know I'm right. I think that's the bit where they were like, they they thought they could control. And I think mm-hmm. Diana was just not, like she wasn't someone that was gonna be controlled, especially by men. Mm. I think like she's very like aware that I think she fought for justice, which I think is something similar to what Princess Margaret wanted to do, but just couldn't. Like I think Princess Margaret was committed and loyal to the crown and was like, this is her life. Yeah. I think that's obviously different from Diana, where she's like not not like she hasn't been brought up in the same setting. I think, but yeah, but it is, it is very interesting. Did you never think of that with the tree, her being a tree? Um, no. You know what? No, because when I when I first watched it, I was just like, "What kind?" I was like, "What kind of madness is this?" Like, I thought the whole thing was weird. I was like, "Why? What is this?" I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was like a dream sequence or something. I didn't. It's only after I saw that I think I I definitely paused like paused the TV and I just I googled. I was like, "When did Charles first meet Diana?" We weren't alive when Princess Diana died, and so and we definitely weren't around when she was when she was alive, right? So, so all the images that I saw growing up of her with uh, Prince Harry, Prince William, Prince Charles, in my mind, I assumed that she was grown, like grown enough, right? So like 30-something. What do you think of her ring, by the way? The ring that she chooses? Okay, so I can't remember what all the other rings look like in the scene, but I think there was a green one, a red one, and a blue one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't remember if there was another colour. I feel like there was like a clear one, but I don't think so. I yeah, like a plain diamond one, right? Like a plain, yeah, clear, simple. yeah, yeah. I hmm. Well, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, no, you know what? I think it's a bit strange in it because we are of the generation where that ring doesn't mean Princess Diana. That ring means Kate Middleton now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It's a bit. Um. Mm. I mean. Apparently, she chose the ring because it reminded her of her. her yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And no, her mother's, her yeah, mother's ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mum had an engagement ring that looked like that. Um, and also, the ring historically um is linked to the royal family because Prince Albert gave a brooch that looked very similar to it to Queen Victoria. Um, yeah. Came back from holiday or something. I don't know. Um. So I don't know. I mean, the ring is the ring is nice and it's cute. And in terms of how it looks with her eyes and stuff, it mm-hmm. works personally. Um, it wouldn't suit me, I don't think. Um, and it's a lot of jewelry for one hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know how I feel about the ring either. I think it's just it's not something I would pick personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think with my skin tone. Um, this is the thing, right? I don't think people realize this, but when you buy engagement ring, you have to think of like skin tone 100%. and like what matches with this. Because I feel like sometimes it's just like things that are designed for white people that wouldn't 
necessarily work on like people of color like it's just it's just not um <clears throat> thing i remember this girl had like a similar like blue diamond ring and i remember just thinking oh it doesn't suit her like it doesn't go with the whole like what she's about yeah. but yeah i don't think the, i think the ring is good on her mm. but i don't think i would i don't like it personally i think it's interesting in the crown when we see how the public views the ring on her and that is when her and Charles do the press announcement um I'm not even when I tell you when we'll talk about the clothes in a minute yeah honestly when I watched it and then the like report was like oh um are you are you in love or how does it feel to be in love and Charles said whatever in love means I said what I I I think I, I, I screamed. I said no. And I paused my TV. I was like, no, no I need to Google this. Is this because I couldn't tell if it was real? I actually said that in real life. Yeah. I saw the footage. I saw the footage. I was like, no way. No yeah. way. Like, I was, you know what? A part of me was in shock because, A, I didn't understand how through the crown is when I first found out that he had said that. I was quite surprised how that wasn't. A- yeah, I think they kind of like dismissed his behavior a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. Nah, I think if, nah. if someone had said that, well, I would have gone ballistic. Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah, whatever in love means. What do? You, why are we doing this if you don't even know what that means? Like, <laughs> uh, well, you know, what? it's but, interesting because the Crown did a really good job throughout the entire season four, season one, season two, season three, whatever. But with this particular scene, it did a really good job in terms of, or I should say, like Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin did a really good job in terms of mimicking the body language and getting that down. Yeah. Well, that moment because that moment was international everybody saw it yeah. in the four corners of the world so the from the way her, their voices were from the way they dismissed from the way prince charles dismissed it to even when he says what he says emma corrin's face is almost exactly like how princess diana's mm. face was yeah sort of like uh, in you know when you're thinking in your head but it kind of shows through your facial expression like did you really yeah. hear that? i can't hide that you know like when i when that happens to me when someone says something i can't hide how i feel like my face just tells you everything even if i'm like no it's fine my face will show you that it's not mm-hmm. um I think, yeah, the crown definitely does a good job on that. I think the clothes they wear in that scene is, like, identical, right? Like, it could have just been the same clothes. Yeah. Um, it had to be, though. It had to be. You can't... Yeah, yeah. It's it such a massive, yeah, moment. But I think, like, Diana was... Uh, I think she was still... I think when you look at the pictures... Uh, side by side I think you do like if you nitpick you will find one mm. stuff that are like different and stuff like the watch the ring yeah. um and stuff like that but it's quite remarkable that they did that um mm. I still hate the hair in this scene like I don't like the clothes like I know they wore this in real life but if yeah. we had to judge the clothes I hate it like I hate this um like pantsuit vibe like going to the office um that's the vibe it gives me it gives me like working girl um going to work office vibes um it's interesting you got that because i i i can i can see that i didn't get that i got um i got like air hostess yeah if qatar airlines decided to go from like their burgundy to like royal blue that's what i thought yeah yeah but also i think it's very british very very like what you'd expect monarchy Mm. to wear kind of clothes i think it's very different to what she would have wanted to wear so i don't know if you know this story because you might do 
But you saying that it's very different to what she wanted to wear is interesting because Princess Diana originally went shopping, obviously, for an outfit to wear for this big, like, announcement thing. Yeah? Yeah. And she went um, shopping in a boutique in Knightsbridge, right? So West London, mm-hmm. high end or whatever. And the sales yeah. assistant had the audacity to tell her, look, love, you might want to go shop somewhere that's more affordable, yeah. more in your price range. So then Diana had to go to... Um, she went to the reports and stuff say she went to department store and they say it as if it was Debenham. She went to Harrods, but anyways, and she bought this, um, she bought the outfit off the rack um, and, and wore it to address the nation to say that she was going to be engaged to, you know, the heir to the throne after a sales assistant said that she's not worthy. I think because we've seen like Meghan and Harry and we've seen like Kate and um, Prince William. Mm-hmm. This one feels so disconnected. I feel like with theirs, it was like matchy matchy. It was like even though it's not matchy matchy as in we're wearing like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, <laughs> but it's still like matchy in a sense that compliments. With these two, it's just so far from each other. Like yeah. it's just yeah. I think they tried to do the whole like common girl aspect mm. of like this is what a commoner would wear, and it's just like no. Like, nobody's going to look like Harrods and buying this off the rack and wearing it. Like, yeah. the detailing of the outfit from what we saw in the crown, I'm not sure in real life, was quite interesting because it had like this um, the lapel of the blazer was like sort of like wavy and scalloped. I don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And yeah, yeah, yeah. nice how it sat on like her chest and then like the little birds and stuff. I never really noticed it. Like, the first time I watched the crown, I didn't really notice that those were birds. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's really cute. But yeah. mm. In the photos that they, uh, like, released of this Mm. moment, when you compare it, I hate how in the crown, Emma, um, her head is tilted this way. It's tilted, like, to the right. Mm -hmm. And then in real life, it's tilted, like, it's just straight or tilted to the left. I don't know. These little things bugs me. I know it's, like, nitpicky, but it just, it bugs me because I'm just, like, I know it's, it's like, I know that this is entertainment and it's not real. Like, it's not supposed to be real, but it is real. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, these yeah. moments happened where, like, I just, it's just these little things where I'm like, oh, this, they could have worked better on that. Like, who let this slip? But, yeah, these little things. But I do think they're close. The hair, mm-hmm. um, like, Prince Charles hair and stuff, it just kind of looks better. <laughs> The wedding dress, I love, like, I have very precise views on wedding dress in general, but then I think with the royal family, I have a lot of uh, opinions. I think (laughs) Princess Diana's wedding dress is iconic, right? Like, everybody was waiting for this moment. Everybody knew what it would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't even get disappointed. I hate how, like, uncle they got, right? Like, how it was just, like material that they used they didn't really think about it but I think the sheer volume of it was um, amazing and I love how the crown we did that like they did the whole thing I mean growing up you see images of like the, the wedding and stuff and you know it's a big thing it's a big deal and whatever and yeah. I always grew up not liking the dress because I was just like, well, I mean, it was so poofy yeah. and puffy. And yeah, we grew up in the early 2000s. And that whole aesthetic is a supermodel skinny, everything close yeah. to the body. And now it's bigger hugging and showing your curves and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like, when I saw it, I was like, what kind of, what is this mess kind of thing? It reminded me of meringue pie. Um, <laughs> I don't know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what I like about this dress though is yeah. that 
it stays true to kind of what she's been wearing yeah. before she is going to wear later on with the collar like with the um, like the Peter Pan collar that she wears and the poofy sleeves mm-hmm. I think it is very much that era like it is very much in the moment this was what was in yeah and we would see like thousands of other women wear later on like thousands of brides yeah. trying to date um but I think out of the wedding dresses that we've seen for the royals this is like probably like my third favorite or something like I don't really love it but What's it is kind of um I think I'm tied between Princess Anne's mm-hmm. wedding dress and then I first of all she's not my favorite but I have to say that Princess Beatrice that just got married last year the repurposing of that queen's dress was like amazing I love that dress completely but I think mine is like uh, Princess Anne's dress and then probably Princess Eugenie I loved her dress mm-hmm. I don't I don't I didn't like Megan's dress I know this is like controversial and stuff but I just didn't like it like I'm so sorry <laughs> You know, no, you know what? I'm looking at pictures of Princess Anne's wedding dress right here and yeah. I can see why you like it. It's not it's not an ugly dress at all, but it does remind me. She got married twice though. But if it's the yeah. one if it's the one with the train, um, yeah, um, it's, the, it's her first wedding you're talking about, right? I think so. I think it's the one with the um the sleeves, you know the like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I'm looking yeah. at that now. And I don't know why, but she looks like, to me, she she's giving me Princess Leia from Star Wars. or Is it Star Wars? Yeah, I think so. I think that was like that moment, right, where this mm. was like in trend. But I think I love the, like, I love the sleeves. I think it is such a um, dramatic, which is what you want to be on your wedding, right? Like, you don't want to, like, be forgotten. I think I love the sleeves. And I love that... Um, like the sleeves fall down right they do these like tulip sleeves um but then even the top bit where it's like high collar goes down I just love that dress so much um I think yeah I think she's kind of like overshadowed I think uh in the like when you kind of dress weddings um people think of weddings and stuff but I do love that dress I love how like she looks so young Mm -hmm. and like so like put together and like pristine and like um yeah I just love that dress I love yeah and then I love Princess Eugenie's dress that she wore a few years ago now I don't know when she got married but her dress was like one of my favorites um yeah I love her the tiara that she got to wear oh yeah like that that green old one yeah yeah I love that I think with what Emma Corrin wears in the crown as Princess Anna for the wedding scene I don't even know if it was you can't really call it a scene because it was just her walking away from the camera yeah I think they didn't show that the whole yeah. wedding thing because it was already out like if yeah. you want to watch that you can just go watch it um because it was like covered um yeah I do love that scene yeah, I love the voiceover that comes with that scene of like this is what fairy tales are made of because I think we as the audience we already know that this doesn't end well that was from the yeah. wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. That was from the wedding itself. Yeah. Oh, eerie, eerie, <laughs> eerie, eerie. Um, yeah. 
No, but I think what I liked about the dress is as well is so the costume designer for the crown who was basically looking over all of Emma Corrin's outfits for um, mm-hmm. her Princess Diana was Amy Roberts and she actually yeah. worked with the original dressmakers of Princess Diana's dress. Well, they're called the Emmanuels and so yeah. they were married before they're now like divorced or separated and the husband of that duo is mm-hmm. the is one of the presenters for the UK Say Yes to the Dress, which yeah, is very really on brand. You know what I mean? It's very on brand for what he's supposed yeah. to be. So that was quite cool. I really like that not only was the crown um, dedicated to accuracy in terms of like mimicking what happened in real life, but also getting the originators to yeah. help assemble all of that together. It shows how this basically happened. Also, like it's not, it didn't happen like, 2000 years ago it happened quite recently like, there were yeah. people who are still alive who still remember these things and who were part of it and I think that's the bit where I'm like I love that so much I love how like they got these the costume designers that like had input on what goes what I love how the crown became like this thing about the royal family and then to this like fashion moment that like happens with Jackie Kennedy and then the rest of them but yeah I love Jackie Kennedy's style Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is kind of similar to Diana's. I think after Diana gets divorced, um, which I mean we haven't seen on the Crown yet, but I think it is. Um, I think their style, both of them, uh, once um, Jackie Kennedy loses her husband and Diana divorces Charles, um, is quite similar. With this, I think we'd always seen them in like high event outfits, and then to see them turned down is quite like nice and. Um, later on but yeah no, I, I think the wedding yeah I think the wedding just kind of like prepares you for what we're gonna see next like with Diana I listen the whole the whole the whole wedding like attire prepares because I'm yeah. I don't know if in the scene we, we sort of see her getting dressed and getting ready for like for the ceremony right yeah right so when she wears the shoes Notice, yeah, so the shoes are, are, they're kind of beautiful. So they've got like, um, they're made out of satin and lace and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And actually the original like lace maker for, I think the shoes and the dress, well, his son worked with the costume designers for the crown to like reproduce all of this again. Wow. It's quite cool. But the shoes were like these short heels. So I think of like kitten heels, but like less than a kitten basically. And the reason why the royal family put her in that like, outfit because it was the royal family. Not it was. I don't believe Diana saw those shoes and said, "I will wear them for my wedding day." It's because her and Charles were the same height because they were both five ten, and obviously she can't be looking taller than the future king of England, can she? So like, nah. I hated the shoes though. Like I know you said they were quite pretty, but I just hated them so much. Like I don't know. Like I hated them in the show and I hate them in real life because I just think that like they're just not the shoes that you'd want to wear to your wedding like they're just not it like yeah I just I didn't like it at all um I think they could have done her a little bit more justice than that I think that's why she wanted her dress to be super puffy at the bottom so nobody would see those horrible shoes um I think you're right Towards the end of this season of The Crown, we see her style change in in line with how it did in real life, where she sort of got rid of like the thrilly, ruffle material and all of that. And she tended to opt for silhouettes that were more streamlined and sleek. Um, 
And apparently this is because she didn't like how cluttered and messy she looked on camera, which I thought was quite sad because she didn't look that bad. But I guess with everybody giving an opinion on what you look like and how you should look like, you probably buy into that, which is understandable. The last thing we see her in, this is my favourite outfit that we see her in because prior to knowing what it's supposed to represent, at least the dress that, that she wore in real life, just mm-hmm. an all-time favourite because I feel like Emma Corrin looks amazing in this dress. The long black dress with like this dramatic tuxedo lapel thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like giving cleavage, but it's not. But it's really cool. Yeah. And then she wears it just after Prince Philip threatens, you know, threatens her to stay in the marriage and says, um, what does he say? He says something like, oh, let's just say I don't see things ending well for you. And I'm just like, it's of so... A foreshadowment from the stag, right? Like, yes. Because that was a Christmas thing, right? And she's the only one who looks like she is impacted by any sort of trouble. Prince Charles yeah. is their man in his business. Everyone else in the royal family is their man in their business, acting like this yeah. is the land of Christmas. Meanwhile, Prince Charles knows that he's doing his wife dirty. Uh, Princess Diana. Everybody knows though, right? Like everybody yeah. knows. What everybody knows, yeah. yeah. Princess Diana now sort of from having that conversation with Prince Philip, someone who in earlier episodes seemed to be her her ally, if that makes sense, yeah. Somebody who mm-hmm. she rely on and lean on, then realises actually that nobody in this family actually cares about me. I think if mm. it's not in that same episode, or maybe in an episode before, um, she calls the Queen mum, and the Queen is just like, looking at her like, yeah. I don't know, like... <laughs> this is what I was talking about, where like, Diana is obviously a warm person, like she yeah. needs affection, she needs this, um, she basically needs the... Uh, like I feel like if Diana was if this was happening today Diana would be a pick me girl like have you seen that scene in Grey's Anatomy where like Meredith goes pick me love me Diana is that person she is the like she is the pick me girl um she needs that like affirm like she needs someone to like to tell her that she's okay and she is all these things and I think nobody tells her like not even her husband I think when she tries to hug the queen it was like I remember just going ew like what are you doing ew like get off like I think that is that where she's like she needs the warmth and she needs the love I think which is kind of like them trying to deal with what will happen later with her like her kids um needing that but um yeah I think it is the dress that you're talking about is amazing. I always just think it looked better in real life, though. Like, of the real dress. Of course. The you know what? I'm a, bit, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit annoyed that they didn't make it, that they didn't, like, give us a, a replication of the real thing. But then I understand because yeah. that dress in real life, or at least the dress that's supposed to represent in real life, was such a... It's so cemented in, in a time when she was not with Charles. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah it wouldn't make any sense for them to have that dress. It would just, it would, wouldn't make any sense. If the creators of The Crown, the costume designers of The Crown, decided to bring that dress, like an, a complete replica of what she wore in real life, into that scene in the last episode, it would mess up our whole time frame of what, what we've been yeah. what was happening. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So but I'm, I can't, I hope in the next couple of seasons, I hope, what, in the next season, there is a moment where she like steps out of the car and she is wearing that it dress where like the legs are showing and she's like and I think the actress that they choose with Elizabeth um can't say her second name um she has that she has the whole like sexy look which is like I think 
I hate to say this, but after Diana divorces Charles, right, I think this is when we get, like, this sexy Diana, like, the, like, I don't know, the, like, the fashion really begins for her because it's just her style then, um, which was, it's like an early version of this dress where, like, she just looks amazing. The hair, I, this is, this is the one bit of the show where I'm like, the hair is actually doing something, like, yeah, it is yeah, yeah. working, um, yeah, I love, I hate how she looks sad, but it's like understandable why she looks sad. Yeah. But the dress is just like so nice. I hate how we don't really see her happy until like, well, since before Charles. Like we see her happy when she's like meeting Charles for the first couple of times, but like the child, we don't really get to see when she like first holds William or like any of that. Like it's just like none of that is really told. Um, but I do love this dress. Um, I love how I really like, like her dress, especially because when we think of what the dress sort of mimics, I know what mm. the dress represents is supposed to be like her. This is basically like Diana through her clothing saying like I've I've had enough basically, and yeah. like the um, fact that the dress is black, it's an it's there's an air of like maturity about how she's going to approach everything from then on, mm. and then also mm. in terms of like what the in the real life version of the dress um i think people say that this is one of diana's most memorable like looks of all time and i can actually believe that because when i think of princess diana this is like one of the images that i can see in my head because of the dress that she wears it's like this off the shoulder black dress and she's arriving um she's coming out of a car and she's going to a vanity fair party and she has like this choker and i think it's got like pearls on the side i want that right i want i want it and then she comes her legs, her legs just look incredible. Her legs, yeah. oh my gosh. And then she comes out and then she, people call it the revenge dress because they weren't expecting her to attend anything, especially mm. that particular party because that party happened the same evening when Charles's uh, confession about his affair with Camilla was released to the nation. And they thought that she was going to hide away. So that's, that's also, but then the main reason why I think this this dress is just like, oh it's everything is because camilla wore it wore the same dress i think a few years yeah 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 um like if you look up yeah like camilla camilla i don't know camilla versus diana or something like that dress you'll see it like black dress i'm trying to see she wore i saw it on twitter the other day and i was in shock you see it yeah i've seen it yeah yeah like basically like the same ish kind of vibe like Camilla's wearing this um like uh, sweetheart strapless black dress yeah. like a choker uh, thing and then like the same kind of choker vibe that Princess Diana has got it's interesting that Diana's choker matches her wedding ring I'm not sure yeah. if um because obviously Camilla and Charles got married like decades after the fact but I'm not mm-hmm. sure if choker, by any coincidence matches the ring that she ended up wearing when she married Charles eventually yeah, I just love it because I mean, in all honesty, who doesn't love a, a who who wore it better kind of thing? I think it's hard to um, one. I can't believe that there there was um, that these people knew each other, like Camilla and Diana. Yeah. Um, I can't really imagine what their conversations, what their, um, you know, there's that conversation in the Crown where they go out to eat and stuff, and I can't imagine that going on. Uh, in real life because 
if if I was Camilla, I would die inside. I would be like cringe. Like I can't deal with this at all. Um, but she kind of deals with it like it's nothing. Like yeah, whatever. Like this is what it is, and I just can't do that. And I think like I think that's what drives Diana as well as to like the end where she's like I. I'm not gonna deal with this like this is not it like for me but that dress I I don't think anybody could wear that dress and look like that and I think it was like tailor-made for her um to wear I want to know how or if the crown has impacted your personal style I Mm -hmm. wanted to refer to an interview that Helena Bonham Carter did with Variety Helena also played Princess Margaret crown season three and four I believe Mm -hmm. Um, and she basically revealed that despite there being so many rules to being a royal choosing your own outfits choosing your own clothes is not one of them She actually said that people in the royal family don't actually get to wear their own clothes. They usually get dressed by their staff and given outfits to reflect the mood of the event rather than reflecting their own mood. So I was just curious as to, from our discussion about Princess Diana and basically going through her life of, well, I don't know, her years being 16 to 28 um, Mm -hmm. in season four of The Crown, if you in your own like day-to-day life dress for your mood and for yourself or dress according to where you're going for me it's definitely both Mm. um I think events definitely impacts what I wear just being someone who's like Asian Muslim um there are certain events that I wouldn't wear the same outfit to you then I would go into uni or going out with my friends. Uh, so I definitely think that events does change my outfit choices. But I think also my mood is definitely uh, an impact on what I wear um, and how I dress. I think when you get comfortable in like, this is what you want to wear, it's so much better. That's basically what we see Diana go through in yeah. the season of The Crown. And I just think it's really fitting that we see I guess we sort of see her go through go through the journey of finding herself through through clothes and through fashion and that's something that we're basically in the middle of if that makes sense and there's still like I guess every day our relationship with ourselves is being defined and maybe reworked through the clothes that we want to wear and that we like and I think Mm. more so now than than ever before because of social media and all of that but I just think it's really interesting the fact that I guess everybody has a little bit of Diana in them. She was so open with like um like her relationships with like Charles and her relationship with the Queen I think as well like her relationships with like other fashion um designers were like open like she wasn't like hiding who she was wearing or like um anything like that so I think um it made her more common in a sense like it made her feel like she was one of us yeah um which is so weird because like we're saying we don't really we've n- we didn't live in the same era as her but she suddenly feels like we could have met her last week and um you know her like you know everything about her that's I think that's the bit that create the bit that I don't envy is people knowing everything about you but I think yeah I think she's quite um relatable well thank you so much for coming on the show uh, yeah I think I posted a lot while I was watching it just because yeah. I 
yeah I had so much to say which thank you for inviting me to this because it was uh, lovely that I dressed um everything so that's it for another episode of real fashion talking all things lady die princess diana and dressing like royalty please make sure to check out samia's creative space aka her instagram page at samia nora x where she posts all of her artwork and follow us on twitter and instagram at real fashion pod use the hashtags hashtag real fashion hashtag real fashion pod or you can send us an email if you'd like to contribute to any future shows. All links in the description. And lastly, have a great week. Bye! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.